Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for the SmackDown Post Show. My microphone was causing all sorts of issues before we got on. If you caught any adorable glimpses of our banter, it's not all fun in Mansoor all the time, okay? Not all the time, but a lot of times we are having fun, getting under Sean's skin over there. We had a great time Tuesday. We've had a great night all week. We've had a great week of wrestling, but we're here to talk some SmackDown for Friday, October the 13th, it was a very scary one for me. I hope you guys are having a good Friday, but we'll ask you to get in those super chats and those humper chats at humperchats.com. We'll also ask you to leave a thumbs up on this video and to subscribe to our YouTube channel and head over to fightfulselect.com. Won't you subscribe? Find out all sorts of good stuff. Sean's going to give you a, a couple of teasers over there, but we had some updates on what CM Punk is or isn't doing. We've had contract news, all sorts of delicious stuff, but Sean is here at the top of the show to fill us in on some things, right? How we doing, Sean? Doing good. A lot better than your internet does anytime <laughs> on the show, but uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm happy to be here with your uh, peoplepc.com $5.56 MBP, or actually KBPS internet. Wow. Good, you know what for when you show up <laughs> yeah i was trying a, i was trying to help her set good. up her net zero uh hopefully i did a good job oh boy i went to ask jeeves.com oh killed it <laughs> well uh i encourage people send super chats send humber chats in i am here for a little bit tonight i i join at the top of some of these shows these uh bigger shows and jonathan corona says Sean, I think everyone uh, wants to know, is Nick Aldis officially signed with WWE or is he still a handshake deal? You think we'll see separate pay-per-views since we have general managers now? I would be shocked if we saw separate pay-per-views. They take a lot of pride in their high viewership on Peacock. They take a lot of pride in their, their ticket sales and all that. And what they have learned is, especially with live events, when you split that up, except for Raw and SmackDown, which are our marquee on their own, 
it divides a lot for them. You, you don't when you do the WWE Super Shows on live events, it goes a lot better as well. So uh, as far as Nick Aldis, I don't have this confirmed, but I would be shocked if he was not signed to a deal right now because usually they don't put people on screen unless they're signed to a deal. And something that I did notice, and you'll have the full list on Fightful Select on Saturday per usual, Nick Aldis did not produce any matches tonight. Mm. So my natural question that I'm going to be asking is, did he MVP himself into an on-screen role? They brought in MVP as a backstage producer. Then they were like, oh, well, you know what? Maybe we'll have him do something on screen. And the next thing you know, he wasn't producing anymore. He's only an on-screen talent. I don't know that to be the case yet, but that is something that I notice uh, right off the top. I wouldn't necessarily write off the possibility of him wrestling. He is only like 36, 37 years old. Uh, I know that he's been getting a lot of high marks within WWE uh, for the work that he has been doing. And uh, I know he had a lot of people pushing for him to hopefully wrestle as well. But I mean, obviously you guys are going to talk about this at length later on, but I was, I thought this was a nice addition to the show in you want to make several big announcements. This is one of them. It's a fresh face on the show. It makes sense from a story perspective because Raw has a GM now. So now Adam Pierce isn't making trades with himself. That's what I'm always looking for. I like authority figures and I like rules because I'm a nerd, as has been established on these shows many a time. But Sean, on Select, you also said that like we're kind of officially in the Triple H era, it sounds like, right? And it, it certainly is showing up on the show in a lot of ways, but you broke that story. It's old enough that we can talk about it, not behind the paywall, but sure. it we've definitely seen some refreshes in the product. I always feel like if Johnny Gargano comes back and Shayna Baszler comes back, Triple H is probably in charge. <laughs> he has some calling cards that he goes to and we're seeing those show up. Uh, any more detail that you wanted to to give not behind the paywall on that? Um, yeah, there, there's an awful lot. I mean, I had an extensive report on Fightful Select. Uh, we, we obviously have a lot of stuff over there. $5 a month, $54 a year. But one of the things that a higher up had mentioned to me was, well, it's hard to say it's an accident when Cameron Grimes gets on TV, when Bronson Reed gets a push, when there are, I, I looked up and down the roster. I think every woman except Zoe Stark was on the show Monday, unless I missed her or something. Uh, and Nikki Cross was on main event. So uh, almost every woman active on the roster that isn't injured got put on the show. So that's fantastic to see. Things are, are streamlined. They make more sense. You got uh, Intercontinental and Tag Team titles, main eventing the show. LA Knight, a more sustained push as well. Uh, an awful lot going on. Triple H himself on the show tonight I thought was good for the premiere. They used to do that with Vince a lot, right? Like they would throw Vince uh, on the show to pop a number. Well, having Triple H show up and do his announcement I think is a nice approach too because it, it naturally makes people speculate. I'll say this. I absolutely broke the War Games story this week because I thought it might be a thing that Triple H announced today. Uh, instead... He announced uh, the story that emerged today about Nick Aldis. Uh, they announced that Kevin Owens would be coming over to SmackDown. I am sincerely fascinated about that. I saw I saw Alex jump in the gun, not this Alex, other Alex, saying, did they really, really do that for no effing reason? 
I'll tell you why they did it to make Cody Rhodes look like a little, little snake in the grass. That's why they did it. Cause now Cody Rhodes effectively traded he and Jey Uso being on two different brands to split up two best friends in order to get a guy who was a scumbag for three years to help him out. There are a lot of layers and facets to this story. This is not something we would have seen in the last 10 years of the Vince era, a multi-pronged layered type of thing where you go, yeah, but doesn't he have this going on over here? Well, yeah, you can do more things at once or more, more than one thing at once. uh, As it turns out, I'm super fascinated by this. KE775 says, do you expect Raw to be newsworthy as well? Not nearly as newsworthy as this, but uh, Alex, are you are you looking towards anything for the, the premiere of Raw? You know, I was actually trying to figure out if, if Cody was going to start making that jump over to, uh, to SmackDown um, and seeing if possible, you know, if he was going to... F- finish his story even though he's finished a third of his story i don't know he did we're in the bottom of the eighth inning i have no idea what's going on in WWE when it comes to baseball and percentages and stories (laughs) but for monday night raw i'm i'm kind of excited because tonight was fresh tonight tonight smackdown felt super fresh kate kate is a baseball fan so kate knows hey you get through six innings and there's a rain there's a rain out that game is complete game's done That, that it's in the books. It counts. It counts. It's an official game, baby. That's what's up. So I was I just was refreshing really the internal. Raw. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was it was really good, and I thought SmackDown did a lot to be newsworthy. I just looked at the live events reports. I always refresh them after uh, after I'm on the air. But this was another one. Uh, SmackDown was the highest grossing TV event in Tulsa that WWE has ever. Done. We got a report that was on Fightful Select and Fightful earlier today that Jade Cargill was in Tulsa. Yeah. Not only that, we saw her on screen, and this was the most substance that we had seen her do something on screen anyway because she got a lot of comparisons to Charlotte Flair because of their physical stature and a lot of that stuff. But today we actually saw it. I don't know why in kayfabe she was there. I wish they'd tell us. Uh, I, I think they should be saying, well, she's there because Nick Aldis wanted to talk to her. Nick Aldis is trying to sign her, trying sure. to recruit her. Yeah. Anything like that. Uh, Kate, do, do you have any uh, conspiracy theories? <laughs> I don't have a, a ton of conspiracy theories, but I do. I am very excited and encouraged by having two separate and distinct GMs because it makes the brand split feel a little bit more real, right? We got... So excited about the draft and nothing ever really took effect. Jade has looked like a star in her first two appearances, but she mostly was getting out of a car. To to your point, she showed up and she stood toe-to-toe with Charlotte Flair. She's been made to feel like a big deal. A great way to bring her in to feel like a big deal match-wise is with someone like Charlotte Flair. I think that's a really cool idea. And um, I think Nick Aldis should be trying to make a first impression like that, to your point of, I'm the new guy around here. I'm going to put Dominic Mysterio in his place. I'm going to bring Kevin Owens in. I'm going to bring Jade Cargill in. I'm going to tell Chelsea and Piper to, um, you know, hold their expectations with fashionable titles. I've got work to do around this place. So good stuff there. But I think we might see Jade on Monday too. She might be the next like hot commodity to bounce back between products. I think it could be really great. I think she should be on all three brands, to be honest. I feel like she needs to be making the rounds, seeing like what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
she keeps on asking who's my first victim she's she's hunting right now which i love um yeah first when i saw her come out at the pay-per-view with her getup, i'm like hey girl is that how you go <laughs> everywhere because you I look like a, she looks like us she looks like better than storm from x-men uh halle berry the one that, that is halle that berry is how played. i dress it, wherever I, I should go. have known I should have known people have told me I've read the dirt sheets that they told me that that's how you dress <laughs> that is. he's in ring gear um, and women's ring gear all the time <laughs> all the time guys get in your super chats get in your humber chats I'm going to address some of them now uh the derpiest of derp says cool to see Nick Aldis get a role on TV uh I think him being a GM is going to be fun hope him and Adam Pierce have some fun banter Hope yeah. Jade's debut doesn't cool down uh, being with an under her unmotivated Charlotte. Well, we don't know that she's unmotivated. I don't know what motivates Charlotte, but Nick Aldis is one of those guys that, I mean, because of his accent, because of how he looks, he holds some authority. And what I like is who's going to physically intimidate him. Like we, we all know that he is like fairly recently removed from being a world champion. We all know he can go in the ring. He's jacked. Like, you're not going to convince me that anybody is going to scare him in that capacity. So I'm, I'm excited to see that as well. Will Chisholm says, SRS with Vince getting thrown under the bus. <laughs> he got thrown under a bus, all right, <laughs> by his boss. <laughs> it feels like Vince is in the doghouse. <laughs> the Cody story feels like a heel turn in a year. Oh, man, I, th I think either one of two things are going to happen. Cody will have one of the most badass heel turns you'll see or wow. he's going to go the Cena yeah. route because you saw that awesome moment with a fan in the front row tonight where he handed the weight belt to that fan the fan was just over the moon I'm told Cody signed that belt during the, the commercial as well which is very very cool but I think there's a chance Cody just embraces this in WWE because WWE fans are a little bit well Brian Danielson has said it before they're fickle Yes. So, you know, one day they'll get sick of them. One of them they'll get sick, sick of them. Yeah. I got a question for both of you, uh, you real got, quick. Do you think that, um, yeah, um, they'll embrace that story that Nick Aldis and Cody had before? Like, you think maybe uh, Michael Cole mentioned something? Like he has in the past, you know, former EVP or whatever. It'll. I think it'll be cool to kind of throw that because when they brought in Nick Aldis and he came in, um, the crowd felt a little flat. There was a couple of jeers here and there. But that's what happens when you're not like in front of a WWE crowd all the time where they kind of just bring you in and you're like, oh, I know who that is. You know, do you feel like maybe they start telling some of that story? Just kind of like mix things in better uh, for them in SmackDown. Or no, or do you think they just don't even touch that? Your expertise on both of, you know, both of you guys, your opinion. Kate. I think it didn't help that they didn't have his music ready to go. Um, that I, I think when you kind of present the whole package of Nick Aldis, I think you get a clearer idea of who he is, even if you're not as familiar with his work. So I think there might be a linchpin there of, look, if you're selling as hot as WWE is right now, you're inevitably getting some casuals, if you want to call sure. them that, or yeah. people who are not as devoted to the product as maybe the diehards who are going layers deeper and watching Impact and NWA and these things. But when you see Nick Aldis walk through the curtain with his full presentation, you get who that guy is pretty quickly. I think people warmed up to it today. I think the line at Dominic of like, I'm a huge fan of your father's was when people started to warm up to it. So I don't think it's going to take a lot for him to get there. And it doesn't take a lot to make authority figures feel important 
at sure. all. Like they're the ones making the rules. So yeah. I think as long as he's positioned right, you don't have to go so far into the well of his um, past success to yeah. yeah make him kind of pop out on screen. Especially if he does really maintain that authority, I think it'll go a long way. But I think what they can do is slyly reference it because Cody right. is, you know, he loves wrestling history. Even if it's his sure. own wrestling history, he doesn't ignore it uh, whatsoever. JM says, Sammy blacked out his Twitter profile pick. He'll turn. I don't think it has anything to do with that. Alex Silva says, so now does Cody hold the tag belts till mania? Mm. No, I think at some point they get them back. Uh, mm. the, probably the bloodline in some capacity get them back. Rock hard, Joel Woods. percentage <laughs> GC, Vince forcing his way back in creative. There's, there's always a chance as long as he's there, but how likely is it? If you would have asked me a year ago, I would have said 15 to 20%. Now I'm going to say 50-50. And I hate giving that as an answer to you, Rock Hard, Joel mm. Wood, because uh, I feel like it's cheap, but it's just the reality of the situation. Uh, you know it's Mr. Costas is great. Fightfulselect.com for $5 a month. It is. It is. You know. It absolutely is. I'm going to have probably some WBD and AEW news this weekend. Oh Will gosh, Chisholm says Nick looked jacked tonight. He did. Yes, yo, he that did. suit. Ooh, baby. He was on the and last Mr. Jericho Costa thinks he wrestles. And he is like extreme. You don't realize how big that guy is. Like he's kind of sneaky big. Oh, yeah. Where he's extremely physically fit. And he's a lot taller than he kind of reads sometimes. He's he's an intimidating stature for an authority figure backstage. And, I think it'll be great. And if you want to be big. No, I'm just <laughs> Later, later, oh we'll God. get to the later. <laughs> Mr. Acosta thinks that he wrestles by January 20 uh, or wow. Him and the Rumble could be fun, but oh my God, I, yeah. I don't know. Unless there's like some big demand for it, I don't think it'll happen. Uh, somebody asked, why does WWE black out the three count on the PLE replays? Uh, usually it's because they have like some sort of agreement with their distributor or something like that to not show the finish or not show the three count. Sometimes it's for dramatic effect as well. There's a variety of reasons they do it. It just depends uh, which on what method and, and what platform. We got one saying, finally, Roman Reigns returns only because the rent was due. <laughs> do you think LA Knight could dethrone the tribal chief? There ain't a goddamn chance that LA Knight <laughs> beats Roman Reigns. He is not going to be the one. I think he's great, but I don't think he's going to be the one. Yeah. What do you think we're doing that as soon as Survivor Series? Or is that going to be like a Royal Rumble timing thing? I think it'd be Crown Jewel. That soon? Oh, yeah, I, I think they I've been feeling, I thought tag match, but that makes sense. Rip the band-aid off. I mean, that, that could happen. That, that could make an awful lot of sense too. Uh, but I mean, I think Roman's got to work Crown Jewel. I think sure. that's oh, yeah. got to happen. Sure. Rock. Rock Hard says, Sean, what do you think the story behind KO being traded will lead to? Oh, well, I think it'll lead to a lot of things because Cody brought a guy to Raw that people didn't like, especially Kevin Owens. He teamed with that guy. He won the titles that Sammy and KO worked really, really hard, trusted each other, repaired their friendship over. And then Cody effectively got that team split up. While Cody can appear on both shows with the guy that nobody likes that he had traded over. I think that is next level snake shit within the within the context of this show. I'm fascinated by that. 
Just Mass says, did Knight tweak his back? Every time he does that pop-up power slam, it either almost doesn't hit or he looks like he tweaks his back. Uh, but that way says, I love Triple H booking his story. <laughs> yeah, it always has. Says, I love Triple H booking the story and seeds that he plants are next level. He rewards you for paying attention. Such a great show, like the Jade cameo. There was a lot of stuff that made you go, damn, I need to watch this show uh, tonight. And uh, yeah, we got uh, this one that we read from Jonathan Corona. Also, Jonathan, listen, I gave you the the update. There was no stage, no new stage uh, tonight. I told you, told you, buddy. Jonathan Corona said the uh, stare down with Cody and Roman and Nick front and center. I thought that was important, Kate, to have Nick involved in that too. To be like, listen, but y'all ain't doing this here. No, you're not going to do it here. Wait till we get paid. Then yep. you do it. I thought that was very important. I liked him immediately getting in the mix too. It wasn't like, and now we're unveiling yeah. this authority figure and he is going to start his duties next week. Like he was immediately in there making matches, making rules. This spot was great. Like I, I appreciate that he came in and immediately made an impact. And I also liked that Adam Pierce got kind of what felt like real for real got his flowers. Cause he has been there on both shows week over week and gets a storyline promotion. We don't generally see that for backstage personalities. They don't get promoted. So it's kind of cool no. to see him get like a bump up in this world. Uh, and it'll just be more fun, especially with Survivor Series around the corner. Like there's fun ways to do things of brand supremacy without calling it brand supremacy and having two separate authority figures is a great opening to that. So I loved that he was in the mix on that. And I just loved that he immediately came in and was making rules and feeling important. Yeah, right before outing. that, right before that commercial break, when he steps in in between Cody and uh, and Roman, that felt that that was good. He's like, "Not here now, boys." Yeah. You know, like that just felt like good. I was like, "Damn, he looked he looked like he's already putting himself into the mix." Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Very well. Didn't feel cheesy. Guys, if you have super chats, humper chats, uh, get them in. I'm about to wrap up. Uh, Ting says, wasn't a surprise that uh, KO got moved to SmackDown. Sammy and KO, Roman's getting super stale due to bad booking and injuries. Knight looks like the next victim to Roman. I'm not convinced that that, that run, that Sammy KO run is over yet. I think it'll be integrated into the Cody and Jay stuff as it should be. Uh, <laughs> hello, Alexis Kate. Sir Scoops a lot. Hope you all are well. Thank you so much. Uh, do I think we see Kyrie soon? Yeah, I mean, otherwise she's just sitting there. But I mean, AOP have been <laughs> sitting there for like a year. But yeah, I, I think so. Hidden Network says, great SmackDown tonight. I smiled through the whole show. It was a fun one to watch. It, it really was. Will says, I got to ask, how could Vince make his way back if his boss told him he wants Triple H to be the booker? I'm just asking. Uh, because he's a goddamn cockroach. Uh, <laughs> he is a goddamn cockroach. That's how. And he somehow always finds a way. How does anybody find their way? Jeff Jarrett, how does he keep finding his way? They get people to believe them. Wrestlers, especially.
the tip, tip top, there are no carnies better, and they can carny their way back in anything. Listen, they will make you throw nine baseballs at a couple of jugs so you can win a roach clip with a feather hooked onto it. That's what's what they do. They are very, very good at it. We got uh, Matthew saying, visiting my folks, turn on your show, turn on your show, my dog puked. Well, wow. I'm sorry that Kate made your dog do that. Sure, yeah. Oh, <laughs> what do you say? Rock hard, Joel. <laughs> Rock Archel Wood says, since KA was on SmackDown, what does that do for Survivor Series? Always assumed it'd be Judgment Day, Cody, Jay, Sammy, KO. Mm. I don't know what direction it's going to be, but I did hear and report on FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business, that Randy Orton is expected back by Survivor Series. My God. My expected goodness. Back by Survivor Series. Been a minute. Hey, we Will love says, all the I'm chats, not gonna lie. I, I did want to put over that you have a written Q&A, too, as well. So keep sending us money here. Yep. But when you go to Fightful Select and subscribe, you get to do this I mean, every it's, week. It's done. Yeah, yeah. I do a Q&A there every single week. Uh, but, yeah. Will says, not going to lie, seeing Cody and Roman again popped me. It was great. It, it did exactly what it was supposed to do. It made you go, what the hell are they going to do? And Ty says... I do wonder if Adam Pierce to Raw is really a promotion. SmackDown is flagship, yeah? I think the promotion is we're going to pay you the same amount and you're going to have power. It's just you don't have to work Fridays. And uh, let me tell you, if there's one thing that I know, that's a promotion. I'll see you guys later. (sighs) All he does is... Come on here and ruin my internet and ruin my life. His and internet was very slow today, though. It wasn't mine, right? Yeah, I, I yes. he was frozen a couple times. He was just off into the dis. I didn't want to say anything while he was on here, and disrespect the man's internet like that. So. Oh, but mine. Everybody is fine. Okay, I never my have, I never once have jumped on you. No, you're a gentleman about your scholar intra- about your intranet. I, I did I did figure out something though. You don't have your com- your computer plugged directly into the internet, right? Because I see the telephone line thing, Jack, right behind you on the windowsill. Oh, I've tried it. It doesn't work. I've tried. I've tried. No, everything. I was just kidding. No one uses telephone jacks anymore to plug. Oh, in. the telephone jack. Yeah, no. I've I've just everyone's like, have you tried plugging it in? I'm like, yes. I'm not. Uh, Kate still idiot. uses AOL to uh, to stream. So if I could, buddy. I would bring Mansoor on every single time, especially with Sean just leaving. Mansoor, wow, open invite, honest to God. That guy, what a gem. Guys, we are going to switch into the SmackDown review proper now that Sean has eaten a half hour of our time. But all to answer your questions and to talk about what he knows, head over to FightfulSelect.com and get more scoop skis. He said he's going to hopefully drop some Warner news this weekend along with AEW got a lot of good stuff coming on we got full gear around the corner we got survivor series around the corner we are in octeker i am excited so overall i felt like this has been a really refreshing couple of weeks for wwe and now it sure seems like we know why right seems like triple h is fully back in control and immediately we see some changes that we've been asking for we've been asking for more talent we've been asking for fresh stories we've been asking for meaningful losses is something that I love about wrestling. Um, and we've been seeing a lot of that, right? Johnny Gargano's back with DIY. 
to Sean's point, we had every healthy available woman on Raw that was in the locker room, I think except for Zoe Stark. Uh, this was just really, really refreshing week for all of wrestling. I thought the head-to-head was great. Continues here with SmackDown for me. What were your overall thoughts here? Fresh, fast, exciting. It was. It didn't feel like last week was just a giant mess of of rematches. Obviously, of go home. Yeah, <laughs> of, of go hominess. Uh, but this one just felt really, really good. I, 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 there's something about I've always liked SmackDown since it first came out back in the day, and I, I feel like the two hour format just fits my soul. And I can't make it through Raw anymore. I just, I barely even watch it. My boy, as you know, Mike Rome, aka Austin Romero, um, switched brands, and it was the best thing that could ever happen in my life because <laughs> now I don't have to, I support him. So I watch, you know, I watch Raw, but. God damn, SmackDown is so good today. It was really, really good today. And I got to say, for a three-hour show, you're right. Three hours is a haul. It's too much. It's almost impossible to make entertaining for three entire hours of wrestling. That's the length of a really, really long movie. Like, you're asking a lot. Yeah. And Triple H has even said, like, booking that third hour is almost impossibly hard to describe. And it makes sense. And I feel like two-hour shows, when they're really good, they kind of fly by, and that's how tonight felt. That's how when you get like one of those banger dynamites, those are yes. awesome. It's the same yes. thing where you look up at your clock and you're like, holy crap, yes. we're halfway through already or whatever. So I really liked this too, and really, really refreshing changes. I feel like the first time around when Triple H took over, we saw all of these fundamentals return, right? We saw mid-card titles feeling important again. We saw just production things of like, hey, these guys came out to the ring and they're not sitting through a commercial break for no reason anymore. Stuff that is like very, very simple to fix. And we're seeing that again here. We're seeing refreshed talent. We're seeing stories make sense again, spanning across brands. This is really, really fun. So let's get into it. Wrestling is for everyone. Fightful is for everyone. Let's talk about it. Orion Ben 666 saying, I tried Mirror Alex. WWE refuses the spooky agenda. I know, I'm so upset. This... I think they might be around the corner. I think you got to just hold your horses for another couple of weeks. With two but... weeks left, I would figure I would get some type of spookiness. Well, I mean, it's Friday the 13th, too. It's my mom's birthday, by the way. Can't so get any spooky. The happy birthday, mom. mom. I know. She's the best. She's the least spooky person ever. She's just like the cutest woman in the world who like loves her hydrangeas and is just always happy and smiling and having fun and extremely silly. So happy birthday to my mom. But... <laughs> <laughs> we had a heck of a day as a family today. Mostly a lot of nonsense with me. But we're here to talk wrestling. We got Triple H and Power. Sefa saying, tonight's new GM tonight reminded me. Is Regal still signed with WWE? Should we expect to see him on TV in the new year? That is a Sean question. I'm sorry if that was directed at him, if you were looking for a concrete answer. He is still signed to WWE. I don't know how long... He had like a non-compete that was TV specific. So he went back to WWE, which was allowed, but he was not able to be on screen in any capacity. If that is up, my guess is we see him for more war games, right? That's like the war games. Like, why would you why would you bring him back before that? I would love to see him run NXT again. I would absolutely love to see him run NXT again. But let's dive in. We had this John Cena promo, and before he can even really get going, 
it gets interrupted by, I know this is a crazy idea, but your world champ is actually freaking here, Roman Reigns. Uh, they are jaw jockeying a little bit. And at one point, Roman Reigns tells the crowd that they are chanting for a coward. Reigns says that Cena only came back because he took leave and Cena convinces people to call him the GOAT. Reigns tells Cena to leave or they will make him leave. And Cena says he's going to throw Reigns a curveball. He's not here to challenge Roman Reigns. He's here to acknowledge him and puts over his 1100 plus day title reign and admits it's a historic run. And he says he hasn't earned that challenger spot, but there's someone who has L.A. Knight. I'm going to pause right there because I liked a lot of what we got. I like John Cena saying I haven't earned a challenger spot. But the thing is, LA Knight hasn't exactly like been lighting it up with a bunch of wins. He's super, super over. But if you're going to say that someone has earned a challenger spot, usually what you look to is a contendership, some W's. He's kind of only won the Slender James Battle Royal, right? But I also, at the same point, understand why people don't care. Everyone wants to see this. It's a program people have been asking for. It's a program people have been vying for. I'm just someone who likes the storytelling that happens in the ring to correlate, but I get why they're trying to capitalize on it. This guy's been hot forever. Eventually, you got to go in for the kill with this, right? Uh, what did you think of that piece of it? And then we'll dive into the LA Knight part. I got I, I to tell you this. It, it didn't. It, it was the, fr the first time in, in, in a while that SmackDown has not bookended something in the beginning and end. Uh, it was... They set up the show with it. Sort of ish, but yeah. <laughs> sort of ish, right. But it wasn't it wasn't like the way they normally do it, where it's just like, you know, yes. the beginning is also yeah. gonna be the end. <clears throat> um I, I I thought it was great. Uh, I I do feel like like Sean said, man, <clears throat> unfortunately, you know, he's gonna be the sacrificial lamb on his way to Cody. You know, um if if it's that's if that's the way it's gonna go, I don't I don't know. I'm just speculating here, but um, I felt it was good. It wasn't long and boring. It wasn't a hoorah speech by, by uh, you know, what's his face? John Cena, which normally feels long and just like, okay, let's get it over with. It felt right. Immediately, he got someone in and put him over. This yeah. is a new Cena. It's the Cena that he should be in this stage of his career. Sure. I think a lot of people had high expectations for him in Austin Theory. He was obviously not that into the program. Uh, this he seems very into, and it's also being built out in a more logical way. Like, I can say that he's LA Knights had more wins and success kind of in this envelope of the past couple of weeks than he has before. Uh, tonight was obviously the, the big win that he needed because the only other person to beat solo is Cody, right? So that was a really, really key win. Um, that felt like he earned it more to me yeah. than what we've seen so far. But I'm also just picking it. This is promo stuff. This is just where my head goes because sure. I like W's. So we get LA Knight asking if Reigns is pissing his pants yet, which I love. I just love this. He brings like all the good parts of the Attitude Era and leaves a lot of the ick behind of like the outdated misogynistic stuff that like sure. for me watching, I don't, I can't really get into, uh, but he brings that style right to the forefront with stuff like this. And it's really fun. Um, he said crotch goblins a couple weeks ago. Like, just give me this. Like, this is just what pro wrestling's supposed to be in some ways. But Roman Reigns laughs and 
Knight tells him that he's a man standing in his way, and Rain says he gave Knight a couple of months, and now they say his name. So I, I really liked that because Roman acknowledged his absence and is like, the only reason that you've come to rise is because I haven't been around. Yeah. Not only is that good work from Roman from an authoritative standpoint, but it also kind of says, like, my minions have fallen apart and they're not doing their job, so that's why I'm back around. Um. So we get Jimmy Uso attacking Knight from behind, and Roman Reigns is very confused, which is understandable. Uh, Knight dumps Jimmy over the top rope and gets in Reigns' face. Heyman tells Reigns not to bite here. Reigns rolls out of the ring and tells Solo Sokoa to forget about Cena and handle LA Knight. So we are kind of right back into the Bloodlines wheelhouse with this. Jimmy, they've got work to do to creatively justify this. He was the first one to turn on Roman. He turns on his brother, and now he's suddenly just back in the bloodline. I was confused as Roman was, um, but we'll see where that goes. I thought this was a, a strong enough opening segment. What did you think about the rest that we got here? Yeah, I, I listen, I think that um, that look that Roman gave him when he, when he got into the ring, like what the hell like kind of like who brought you back into this and he did it a couple times even when they were in the uh in the room uh talking to each other with zolo like when he was like you know <laughs> he's like he's, i got i got this guy here i got on, that guy here yeah. i got jimmy on my couch like I, yeah he's like what are you doing <laughs> on my couch bro like like it felt <laughs> it felt good i can I ask you a question now three years champion you know they've definitely made him feel feel like a suit like a ginormous superstar i mean when that music hits oh people go insane right whether they don't care that he's a bad guy they're putting their ones up in the air do you feel like you know they haven't done this since like what bruno san martino days you know like do you feel like this is like he's in god mode basically like you feel like after this run, he might have another one in him, or is this like three year reign in and then let's move on to other people? Like, this is crazy in my lifetime as a wrestling fan. I've been watching wrestling since like 1986, okay. Uh, with my grandpa, this is crazy, right? So, like, I don't what think how it's do you another feel? Rain. I think he's off to Hollywood. I, yeah? I feel like when you've that's just just because that's the way it's gone, right? Like, like he's and, accomplished everything. He's beat everyone. Well, that's kind of what happened with The Rock and Cena, right? There's a, a tipping point where Cena didn't hold the title as long, but kind of right when I was becoming a fan until the pipe bomb, it was like I got so annoyed because I was just becoming a fan and I gravitated toward heels so much. And then it was like, well, John Cena wins every time. So what's the point? Like, you, you kind of exhaust that well a little bit. And that's not to say they're not great at what they do, but it is kind of like, I think you've made your hallmark. And there's people that are kind of like Becky Lynch, where I think the man was probably like the white hottest she'll ever be. And I think she has championship reigns ahead of her, but I sure. think she wants to stick around and use that star power to put people over more. Um, and then there's people that go on and explore different things. And um, you know, with like Cena and The Rock, obviously they're older, but I think Roman Reigns, I think this run proved that he could go into Hollywood. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I, I think that was a. Uh, it's just interesting to me that th this hasn't happened in modern times. Uh, no, having this, this having has someone never happened hold a championship with... like this. 
And listen, I've been, I want to correct myself. I've been watching wrestling since I was born. Okay. Like I was born, my mom had me and I was watching Carlitos Colon versus, you know, Ric Flair in San Juan, Puerto Rico. So, yeah. So you've been, so the other thing is the Bruno era was once a week in Madison Square Garden, right? Like, sure. or once a month rather in Madison Square Garden. This has never happened from a weekly episodic television right. standpoint. That's what I'm saying. It's even oh, yeah. bigger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I just want to get your intake, your, you know, your take on it because eventually this is just going to, once he's gone, like, I think Triple H said it best, appreciate it while you have it. Because yeah, well, he's... this is my complaint about them not making new stars in that meantime. Because sure. once Roman's gone, what do you do? Right. For every reaction, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? Yeah. As much as they've invested in Roman Reigns, they kind of destroyed the roster to get there in the thick of this. So yeah. you got to start making stars out of LA Knight, Braun Breaker, Montez Ford. You got to capitalize on something with Cody Rhodes. Sure. They're doing that with the tag picture now. But I think maybe. Triple H starts to realize that a little. Sorry, bit guys, more. I didn't want to get into a long-winded thing, you know. But it's just to me is psychotic. Okay. I was sitting there watching SmackDown, and, and he comes out, and I'm, I'm like, oh That's my crazy. god, yeah. this is nuts. Uh, the one guy that Vince wanted to get over, he couldn't yeah. even get him a lick of good ratings took, on TV. It it took Paul Heyman and that heel turn, like he could not, Beautiful. he could not get Roman Reigns' babyface over, but like. They tried to deny it with Brian Danielson, right? Like it's it's um people find their way when the crowd is behind them in a certain way, I feel like. And they rejected Roman for so long, and that ironically it was when he turned into someone that we're supposed to boo that everybody got on board with him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And they do some people in in the chat are saying that they have made stars. They're definitely like this is the most we've seen organic baby faces over in a long time, right? With LA Knight and Sami Zayn and Cody, but like they need to hold titles. So yeah. like, and more than the tag title. So that's what I mean is like, let them have their moment. They've got to be able to, to have it, to step into it because the tag titles for Cody and Sammy have felt compensatory. Yeah. So, um, and I don't want them to, to miss out i don't want them to miss out like they did on dolph ziggler like they did on mustafa ali like i feel like they could have done a lot more with drew mcintyre and they still might he's still around but man there's a lot of contracts up in 2024 things are gonna look different next well, year that, that was times. that was the problem between 2012 until now that triple h has taken over no one no one was made no one it was no always idea. the same people kind of like rotating agreed agreed and i think that's why I got so annoyed when I was like, how long are we going to run back him and Brock? Because like Brock is already made, right? So so we'll see. We'll buckle up on the way to WrestleMania. Is it going to be Cody? Is it going to be The Rock? Are they going to do two nights? Who oh, the heck knows? Well, I called the Bloodline Romans Minions and Orion Ben says, no better expert on Minions than number 690069. I'm waiting for my Athena Minion shirt to arrive in the mail. I'm very excited about that. Will is saying Jimmy was mouthy with Roman tonight. Happy to see Chelsea and yeah. Piper on the show and eight women on the show with some type of story. P.S. You want a Bobby Lashley suit or whatever Jade is wearing. <laughs> 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 well, we're going to get into that in just a second. But before we talk about the fact that Bobby Lashley still has not sent me a suit, we got the Brawling Brutes and Pretty Deadly to talk about here. 
I struggle with this a little bit because in NXT, we also have the Brian Brutes. So we have uh, Butch, Pete Dunne teaming with Tyler Bate, which intrigues me a lot more than Ridge Holland, just because that type of wrestling is for me. That is technical mm. British UK wrestling. That is my sweet spot, especially right now. Um, and I just feel like they have such magic. And it feels like on the main roster, they're kind of there to job when Sheamus isn't around. But we do get pretty deadly. They're so brave returning from injury. Those <laughs> vignettes were hysterical. We get this really, really um, great character refresh from them during injury is just like something that's so impressive to me. I loved it when Britt Baker was doing it as the role model. Roddy, I'm starting to wonder if his is real or not. But I, I love the <laughs> strong stuff. That's been so fun here. But we have the ending of this match. We get Prince faking an injury so Wilson can cheap shot Holland. And Prince gets the roll up for the win. I don't love roll-ups for wins, but because this was a distraction that made sense off of a storyline, I like it a little bit better, and I like Pretty Deadly coming back here, feeling important, walking back in. They were tag title contenders, so it's nice that as they're coming back from this devastating shoulder injury that had to put him in a wheelchair, uh, they are made to look important here. Your thoughts on this tag match? Um, I thought it was... I love... I love... The Brutes, the Brawling Brutes to me. Um, I wish they would just change this dude's name back. I mean, it's just, uh, maybe it'll happen now. Who knows? I think marketing-wise, that's kind of hard because you have all these dolls and shirts and everything, you know, so it's not as easy as we would think where they would just call him, hey, it's Pete Dunne again. Look, he's running around killing people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, it was it was fun. Um, I don't they're putting a lot of emphasis again, really good tag team wrestling. And that's another, again, another thing that triple H is very good at, you know, is, you know, the nineties had a lot of great tag teams and, and groups put together. So, uh, I am also happy that even though Seamus is not really like in the picture, like, you know, for whatever reason, they're still keeping them together and doing their thing. Yeah. You know stay tuned on news for Seamus. He's been at the very least banged up. So yes. I hope that he, feels better but also good. pretty deadly you get you already know how i feel about them they're great so i, I kind of had like the greatest wrestling orgasm of all time watching the brawling brutes who i love their wrestling style like you just mentioned just a beat them up type of style um with pretty deadly who are to me the funniest and best tag team right now that like when i watch them I feel like so, they're not boring or they, or they need a refresh or every week they bring something new to the mix. Um, it's a miracle. He got up from the wheelchair. I mean, I was excited. <laughs> it is. I'm so glad that he's healed. Um, yes. We're so happy that he was able We've to been get talking out of a lot about his injury for, for weeks. So we have. And what I really appreciate about Pretty Deadly is something that I appreciate about Chad Gable and the more recent stuff Athena's been doing where they are always in control of the joke. So it doesn't feel out of place when they are serious in the ring. Like at the end of the day, Chad Gable is an incredible wrestler, right? Sure. Athena is a dominant champion. So when we see these silly pockets of their personality, it still all feels connected. Yeah. Um, what pretty deadly does so well is translate that into the ring which is something Tony Storm's doing really well at AEW. We're oh, getting to see time. it across both brands where um, they've acclimated their in-ring to match how silly they are. 
which is an entirely different presentation and skill. And both of them are so valuable. And it makes your comedic presentation and wrestling so different when you have both of those. When it's like, there's a time to play and there's a time to be serious. Sure. And then there's people that are just silly billies all the time, Alex. Silly billies. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Good stuff. Taylor Cannon, who's just always the best, saying, I definitely think Roman goes to Hollywood after this. He may come back for big anniversary shows. He's kind of already only doing that. He's just kind of working Saudi Arabia and big pay-per-views. But I think you're right. I think he'll probably get into the cycle that Cena was in kind of pre-pandemic of yeah. showing up for the big stuff, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, etc. Um, so I'm with you on that, Taylor, per usual. All right, let's talk about how Bobby Lashley still hasn't sent me a suit, okay? I'm just out here in my flannel. It's flannel season. I'm not mad it about it. It is flannel season, yeah. I think it's cute flannel. I'm not mad about it. I'm just saying Bobby Lashley's got like a million suits, and he always looks great. He could spare one. Spare, spare yourself a suit, Bobby, okay? I feel it's disrespectful now. I will pay shipping and handling. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Is you cover the cost of the suit? I'll pay in installments if I have to. <laughs> she set up. Use I that will. pay later. Yeah, I'll use the afterpay or whatever. <laughs> Not paying interest, but I'll pay in installments. I love that. I'm here for it. Bobby Lashley, send me a suit. Okay. Whatever, whatever suit you're like, that's in the back of my closet. I never even wear it. I don't know why I hold on it's to dirty. it. Dirty. Beggars ain't choosers. Okay. I just want a suit from Bobby Lashley. That's all. That's all. I'm basically as jacked as he is, so I think I would fill it out nicely. But we have Carlito getting attacked by Lashley and the Prophets. Thank goodness, because I did not like the way that they took that L at all. For sure, yeah. <laughs> the pay-per-view, that was really weird. Maybe a catalyst to get, we've heard Odyssey Jones's name as somebody that's rumored to maybe join. Losing to someone like Carlito was a, maybe a good way to introduce him into the picture of like, man, we need more backup. I, I like that if that's where the story goes. Otherwise, I don't know why they were losing to Carlito who entered halfway through the match for a mediocre backstabber. That was not great. But nice to see Carlito getting used. He's been signed there forever. Um, your thoughts on this feud continuing? It seems like we're getting more LWO and Street Business Hurt Profits. I, I was very um, weary of what they were going to do with the LWO brand when they brought it out. To me, it was just a gimmick. To me, it was like, all right, cool. Hispanic Heritage Month and all this stuff. We're having we're having our first Puerto Rico fight, you know, and, and all this stuff. But it seems like they've stuck down to their guns and, and they're adding members, which is a great thing. Who would have thought in 2023 they wouldn't be coming out in lawnmowers being, uh, you know, crazy, was super crazy and psychosis and all them like, that was just dumb. But anyway, that was the good old Vince McMahon era. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, they're coming. Mattel's coming out with the whole LWO group together. I don't Hell know if you yeah. guys saw this. Um, Zelina's front and center with the Puerto Rican flag right behind her and on her gear. I'm ordering it. It looks amazing. I think that this is where they were trying to go and target. They got me. They there got me. Go. So if they got me an old ass aging uh corpse here talking about wrestling young whippersnappers then the young whippersnappers god darn it are gonna jump <laughs> on it but i'm extremely excited to you know continue and see the maturation of carlito 
and seeing where he's going to go and what they'll do with him. I don't think the group necessarily, like the older group, like Carlito and Ray, need titles. I think the rest of them could be made to, you know, they could use them too to kind of elevate uh, Santos and whatnot, you know. So I hope that that's the way that the they, you know, bring that group up and, and there's an evolution of it. Um, and I hope that it continues to run, even if they're not here anymore. Carlito or Ray decide to get out of the group. I think it's something that is needed. I like it. They've got to get the belt on Santos. Like, I'm telling you what this guy can do, what I've seen him do in NXT. Oh, man. He is so great. But you know what? I thought that Carlito's debut, his music wasn't great, comes in halfway through the match, just kind of fell flat to me. You know? Kind of was, I would even say, flaccid. Oof, God, that's a oh god. It's a, it's a it's a tough criticism, but I think it's a fair one because I was not standing on end for that, and I don't think a lot of people were. And if they wanted to be, well, darn it, blue shoes. What they would need. Hello. Do you have a limp penis? A difficulty getting it erect? Boy, do I have a product for you. Bluechew.com and the code Fightful will help fix that. Blue Chew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but they work a lot faster because it's a chewable. It's also much more affordable. Use that promo code FIGHTFUL. Get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. One of the best parts, it's discreet. No awkward in-person doctor's visits. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. It's shipped straight to your door when approved by an online physician. You want to check this out. It will help you. It is a good product. It will make your sex life better. Bluechew.com, the code Fightful. Almost felt a little deflated there in the beginning of that uh, read. So they're all labeled on the side. Oh my gosh. I was chewing licorice on the ad break. I had a rough day and I had candy delivered to me. So sorry. I was like finishing up chewing. <laughs> She's a <laughs> professional broadcaster and a podcaster, everyone. Um, they are labeled like by which type of the read they are. And that one just says blue chew boring. And I was like, well, that's how I felt about Carlito's debut. So there's my segue. Sure. <laughs> But good stuff tonight. I'm excited to see this continue. I'm glad they're not just like breaking up Lashley and the Street Profits. I'd be more glad. Bobby Lashley sent me a feud, but we get Montez versus Santos next week. That is going to be ridiculous. Put it in my veins. I'm excited. Hell yes. So here's a sign that Triple H is in control again. Bailey actually won a freaking match tonight against Selena Vega. Holy cow. Poor Selena. Poor Selena, but like... I know. She's mostly in the LWO right now, right? Like, I think there's definitely... She'll have her time. She had the amazing match in Puerto Rico with Rhea. Like, there's a time for her. Right now, a good use of her is is to take a loss like this. They're fighting backstage kind of for no reason here. Um... (laughs) But we get Bailey finally getting a win, giving the knees to Vega and landing the rose plant. We had uh, 
EO interfering, of course, but it's just refreshing to see Bailey not look like a chump on my screen. Thank God. Good stuff here. Always happy to see Bailey in the ring. Excuse me. My goodness. This is what Damn. happens when you shove licorice into your mouth and what chew did it that, too fast. Did they, did they like put that licorice in moonshine? Because it sounds like you're not only trying to chew it, but you're... No, I ate it so fast that it just like... Please don't die on screen. <laughs> overwhelmed my system. Chokes on licorice. I don't want to. I just had to eat so fast. It's very chewy. Now I'm out here. Very we got Bailey chewy. eating. Ah, uh, well, uh, that, I'm not the target audience for that. Oh shoot! Wait, but you <laughs> might be if you are a fella that just needs a little. Slip one in a in a licorice. Well, I don't want an erection that would last. How many hours is it? Four hours, or call your physician if it lasts anything longer than that. I feel like if I had one at all, that would be definitely surprising uh, to me and various people. But <laughs> I'll stick with my red chew of licorice over red here. Red chew, I love but that. But we're good. We're good. What did you think of Bailey finally picking up a win here? I it's it's needed. I uh, the whole uh, damage control. I was gonna say control delete. That uh, just doesn't <laughs> like. I'm bored of it. Is that fair to say? Like yeah, I, been I need teasing tension for like four yeah, months. Yeah, so I, I don't even old. want tension. I think they should just go, go out to dinner, do a a backstage segment where they're eating a catering. Oh, yeah, listen, we're gonna go our, our separate ways, okay? You, you know, yo, you're gonna go be a champion, which I'm gonna go chase soon and beat you up for it. And you know, unfortunately, um, that's it. Like that's all we can do. <laughs> they like just end it, and that's well, the end of the segment. The most boring segment ever. But it'll get hits and it'll have like 10 million views on YouTube. Well, I think a lot of people are waiting for Bailey to feel important again instead of like a lackey. Because she's supposed to be the leader of she, the group. That's why, that's why it feels boring yeah. to me because she's just there. And like, I think some wins like this is a step in the right direction. But you're right in that it would be nice to see EO step out on her own a little bit. I don't think we're going to feed into the dissension until... Dakota Kai is probably medically cleared to come back. Though I don't know how long... Yeah. How long that is? She's uh, another I'm one. I'm very glad that EO retained at the pay per view. I was nervous Charlotte was going to win. So, sure. good stuff. Glad we are all her. afraid Charlotte's going to win anytime she's around the belt. Let's just face it. Yeah, because she always does. So, <laughs> we have reason to believe it. But that was good. Like, that was such a great triple threat outside of that. So, mm -hmm. I was very happy to, to see EO get to continue her reign. And I was also very happy to see. A lot of what happened next. Nick Aldis debuting. We get a lot of information in this one segment, which is good. It was long, but a lot happened. Triple H puts up over Adam Pierce, as we talked about a little bit earlier. Names him the GM of Raw. Kind of yes. says it's a thankless job. We get Dominic Mysterio interrupting. I like Triple H saying that, oh, I thought the... Noise was piped in, little joke, which I liked. I think that means we're probably not going to be hearing piped in booze coming down the stretch and that Dominic definitely gets some loud, authentic reactions. So Dominic is whining about the tag titles and where and when they're being defended. Uh, and Adam Pierce says, you're talking to the wrong guy. Or Triple H says, you're talking to the wrong guy. You got to talk to the GM of SmackDown about this and introduces Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis, if you're not familiar, is great. He feels very much like 
when he was in ring, he felt like the heel version of what Cody is to me, of like the the suit guy, cool guy, not the all-American guy, but like the other side of that with a similar presentation, though, uh, which I I always appreciate. Kind of felt like throwbacky. That's probably why it worked in the era of NWA that he was in. I really, really like Nick Aldis. Um, he's going to do really well in this role, too, I think. He immediately says that he's a big fan of Dominic's father. Uh, and we unveiled that Kevin Owens is the draft pick of SmackDown. We covered that pretty extensively at the top of the show. Kevin Owens stuns Dominic Mysterio and goes off. I'm intrigued to see where this goes, and it better go somewhere. When Sean said he's intrigued and Alex Pulowski said, why are they breaking them up for yeah. no reason? I am in the middle ground of that camp of, I don't think Triple H would just throw that away, but I've seen too many things get thrown away for no reason, especially with Kevin freaking Owens, that I need them to pay this off. And there's really interesting ways to do that going into a pay-per-view like Survivor Series. I felt like it's been assumed that it's going to be the bloodline and judgment day versus what we've affectionately been calling Cody's all stars of good guys. Right. Yeah. Throws a wrench in that. That's pretty interesting. Um, I want to see where it goes and I will give them the benefit of the doubt, but if it doesn't go anywhere, I tell you what, I'm going to complain about it on the internet. Going to complain about it on the internet so hard if they don't pay this off, but this was a loaded segment with some good stuff in it. What did you think? I, I want to say this. It was reported over on Fightful Wrestling. I don't know if you guys follow that website, uh, <laughs> Fightful.com. Um, Kevin Owens, uh, quote, unquote, my bittersweet move to WWE SmackDown effectively ends my partnership with Sami Zayn. I don't think he says that for no reason. I'll put it that way. I don't yeah. think it's like, oh, that happened and that'll be it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, Fabe. Um Fabe it, baby. Fabe it all the way. Uh I think I thought it was I thought listen, Nick Aldis, like I mentioned before, it felt flat having Nick Aldis just kind of show up from the commentary table. Um, but also it's it's very difficult. Uh, WWE likes to set up uh the people that they have in power or, or even wrestlers or anyone that just comes into the company. There's always like long extensive things that let you know uh they love storytelling this is why they are number one and they are who they are and i love them for that because they just do storytelling well um and i believe that it felt a little bit flat but with the way wwe does things like you mentioned before inserting himself into like you know between cody and and roman and Whatever else he continues to do moving forward, he's already been backstage. You know, he's talking to Charlotte. You know, Jade shows up. Like, there's a lot of cool things happening that I know that he's going to be able to, like, insert himself into. And people are going to love it. He's young. He's smart. And I think that he fits the SmackDown brand so well. Um, like, he'll, he's going to gel so well with those people, you know, girls and guys back there. That if they decide to do the whole like brand split again and we're fighting, I hope it's not as corny as it has been for the last like 10 years. I hope with these new fresh faces, it feels good. Because even Adam Pierce is awesome. Adam Pierce is great. Adam Pierce is amazing. He's always very stressed. But very he's stressed. I love it. Always well, at, no, like I don't love 11. the stress. Stress could lead to bad things. So maybe now that he's just on Raw, he his stress will kind of go down a little bit. But I feel like 
you pin those two. They're both former NWA guys. You know, they're, they've been, they've traveled the roads. They know what, what it's like. I think it'll be cool to kind of see this um, back and forth if it does happen, you know, between the brands or whatever. Maybe them making deals, calling each other. Hey, I got this person maybe you want to talk to. They got to freshen that up too. It can't always just be the same thing as always. Like, you know, but yeah, I, I, I'm, well, it's I'm weird when you have one guy running both shows and sure. then it's weird when they go out of their way to call people free agents and they're allowed to show up on any brand, which isn't how free agency works. And then just everybody showing up on any brand anyway. I'm hoping with designated authority figures per brand, it feels like there's rules around here, right? Really? No. Yeah, I hope so. Rules are meant to be broken, Kate. I know you're a rule getter and like, gee no golly, rules. good willy. Um, I don't, I like rules. I'm not saying everybody's got to follow them all the Do time. You break that's them? half the fun. But I'm, I, I like my rules. I like my time limits. I like, I like Kate devices. I know. Uh, I really like my rules. My Kate uses limits. the dividers inside of her pantry. Oh yeah. And she and she. Got... <laughs> no, but like the whole point of devices like that is so that you can play with them in storytelling, right? Yes, so ma'am. Yeah. I like having authority figures. It makes sense. It makes more sense than people just being like, "I've decided we're having a match today." Like what? So this is this is a very positive step, I think, for the program. You think the GM thing is still cool? I've they over they've done it so many times. They've had GMs for everybody and everything. So it's felt like they kind of got away with it, it, got away from it for a while. Adam Pierce just kind of felt like someone who was kind of like just keeping the boys and girls together. Well, he um, was like always taking orders from someone above him. Correct. There's cool aspects to that, and then there's really lame aspects to that. Because like you're he like would an, be on the phone with McMahon, remember that? Like yeah, uh, McMahon. <laughs> and it's good because you have somebody that's dictating things, but it's also somebody who has no power. So right, they kind of come across as a little bitch. To be honest, I like people being on screen that can make matches and things happen. Because otherwise, why wouldn't every wrestler just be challenging for the title always? Sure. So yeah. I think it's a good thing to have. I feel like WWE should have them at Definitely. all times. Some kind Everybody of like middleman. Yeah. Everybody should. So post break, we get a video of Dragon Lee. More awesome Hispanic representation on yeah, television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like Dragon Lee is on the main roster and is here to stay. He's a 26 year old phenom. It's so funny with luchadors because they wear masks. I'm always like, you could be 20, you could be 40. I don't know. I don't <laughs> He's know what's happening. 15 years there. old still. <laughs> In the wrestling business. He moves like he is. He's unbelievably quick. He's going to be a great asset to the main roster. Like, I'm, I'm sure. glad he's sticking around. Feels like a good call. Uh, and then we also get Piper Niven and Chelsea Green complaining to Nick Aldis. Well, there we go. Uh, that their titles are cursed, which I love. I love when they lean into things like that. Like, NXT has done that with the parking lot a couple times. Like, yeah. just acknowledge, right? Uh, and they want new belts. They want them green, Italian leather. And I'll just blows them off because Charlotte is there. And she is uh, there. And all this says, like, hey, I wasn't in power, but I saw what happened at Fastlane and you clearly had Asuka pinned. So um, I, I like that, too. And she even says, well, the ref makes the final call. And he was like, yeah, but I saw it. And I get to make matches. <laughs> and so uh, it was just nice that he... Seems like he's good at his job. He's been paying attention. Sure. Um, yeah. This is good. And then, of course, we have Jade Cargill showing up. And My I'm love. very glad about this because she did more than 
get out of car. Just look look at someone smile yeah. and, and off and camera Lord, talk where you don't hear anything. Nobody's got a problem looking at that woman. Like she is my goodness. She's a specimen. She is you see gorgeous. how she towered over Charlotte? Like yeah, the, and the way like, the angle. I think they're both I think I looked this up. I'm pretty sure they're exactly the same. They're built at exactly the same height, I think. Uh, she so it's just, just cool amazing. because and they're both extremely strong like this was a good this was a good transaction to have happen because charlotte is the gatekeeper around and jade is the new hot thing coming into town right and she looks like a star and she is a star and so to put her up there with charlotte automatically elevates her to a really important place on the card I'm very intrigued to see how this might shake out for Survivor Series because I think that's an awesome place to possibly debut her. It takes a lot of the in-ring pressure off for her first match. She can yeah. just go in there and do strong girl stuff. That's awesome. Um, but I, I liked this little interaction that we got. What were your thoughts on everything that happened with Chelsea and Piper? I thought it was gangbusters and then the Charlotte and sure. Jade interaction. Also, just to kind of uh, go back a little bit here, you mentioned how they lean into things, right? Um, well, Triple H leaned into the fact that they're piping in booze, uh, into, into Dominic's entry, you know, when he's talking, he said, he literally referenced it in the ring because, you know, I hear that they pipe these things in. I thought it was pretty funny, tongue in cheek, kind of like, you know, Triple H is, he's done that a lot, by the way. Um, and I, I loved it. But other than that, yeah, like, God, this is going to be great. Just having the representation of who Jade is and what she brings. Um, I read on Twitter that you know this is that this is the first time um, a streak has been broken where uh, Jade has been on a show that has finally had over uh, a million viewers and more than <laughs> five hundred thousand in the demo. So, <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Damn, I'm gonna get heat for heat for that one. No, right? that's awesome. That's just a perfect joke. Yeah. So that's what I said. I said, hey, Sean did less than a million viewers on Tuesday. So the streak um, has been broken. Jade has finally crossed that threshold. She's been on a program that's had over X there amount you. and over 500 of the demo. So there you go. But yeah, man, when when Jade finally gets in the ring and we see what she's made out of, I can't wait to see how they place her and how she takes out all these opponents. I am very intrigued to see what that initial program looks like as yeah. well. Let's do a quick reminder to send in your super chats and your humper chats, as well as a reminder to subscribe to Fightful Select. Some Warner Brothers news, hopefully going up this weekend. Also, stick around for our Collision Post Show tomorrow. Um, we just have an amazing panel over there. So check them Thank out. You. Anchored by Rick Achino. Uh, the incredible Iridian and Cresta star who is just, she's, she's the best podcaster in wrestling. I don't care what anybody else said. Cresta is just like it, man. I don't know if there's anyone more fun to watch than her, but uh, stick around for that. And we'll also give you a quick rampage recap. I know a lot of people tune in after the 11 o'clock hour to kind of sniff around after rampage is over, but we had Garcia in 2.0 defeating Hardy party with Garcia and Menard arguing backstage after the match. Penta interview getting interrupted by Bullet Club Gold with Jay White and Penta on Dynamite. That rules. Jay Lethal defeats Trent. Ortiz talking <laughs> that S about Santana before Santana confronts him. 
uh, and said that karma was not what injured his knee. It was carrying Ortiz. This feud is heating up. Got Sky Blue defeating Emi Sakura and Sky challenging Chris Statlander tomorrow on Collision for Gold. That's an interesting one. Uh, Commander versus Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, and Big Bill speak. And Adam Copeland speaks for Collision. Good stuff coming up. And, of course, we get Mystico, formerly known as the original Sin Cara, uh, also the biggest living luchador not named Rey Mysterio, uh, Luis puts in <laughs> rundown, which I like, versus Rocky Romero. If you don't know Rocky Romero because he's tucked away in New Japan, he's good at everything. everything. He's good in the ring. He's good booking. He's great at commentary. He's the best. He's missing You're going to love him if you don't know him. Uh, and there'll be... On Rampage with the CML confirmed partnership with AEW on Twitter. What a time to be a wrestling fan. My God. And Claudio and Yuta defeating the Gates of Agony. I hear a storm is coming to AEW in three weeks to collision, says Anthony. Some good stuff around the corner, man. Good freaking stuff. Well, Chisholm's saying about Jade Cargill, I got a theory. I think Jade will stop Charlotte from winning the title next week. I hope at least that pop Jade got, though. I think that would be really good. I think Jade should come in as a heel. I I just think that is... She's just a cool, badass heel. Like, she's just, I think... She should just go out there and the first thing she'd like, you know, freaking uh, Byron's like whomever is like yeah let's say byron uh you jade welcome to the cut the shit byron <laughs> yeah <laughs> cut the stuff yeah oh yeah she has to say cut the stuff. if she too. says that i'll shut it off i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> so <laughs> no i'm i'm intrigued to see who jade cargill and wwe is I'm, yeah. I'm very intrigued by that jasmine hawkins saying i can't wait until Rhea and jade and bianca and jade have interactions yes i think there's a lot of people that want to see that bianca and jade Matt, I heard SP3, who is fantastic from True Heel Heat, and he fills in for us at Fightful all the time. He jokingly calls himself the Fightful Substitute Teacher, and he is. Um, He was like, I would like to see that as a tag team. Like, put them on the same side of things, going on a tag run together. And man, he sold me on that in a hurry. He sold me on that in a hurry. I think that could be real fun. We're coming down the home stretch. We got a couple of more things to talk about but get in your super chats and humper chats if you want to talk cody rhodes and jay uso defeating a town down under here uh some good stuff here this kind of just was predictable but some really good in ring um grayson waller has like a duck to water taken to the main roster he's doing really really well with this austin theory in the ring is never my issue so this was good we get jay Beating down Waller and Theory, and after a distraction from Waller, Theory sends Jay into the ring post as a nice spot in this. Um, But ultimately, at the end, we get Jay walking up the ramp, um, and Roman Reigns, after the successful title defense, sorry, we get Jay walking up the ramp, Roman Reigns' music hits, and Jimmy and Solo walk down to the ramp and have this standoff with Cody and Jay that we were referencing at the beginning of the show. Reigns walks out with Heyman and immediately gets in Cody's face and love, love, love Nick Aldis standing in between them. I love on the ramp interactions that are like this, or I love when 
AW does this a lot. We saw this is how Samoa Joe and MJF got set up, right? Yeah. They were just passing each other on the ramp and Samoa Joe shoved him. I love those interactions because it just feels like they're walking by each other on the way to the ring and on the way back. Um, this this was awesome. I loved the tension that got built in this. Things are shaping up. This is good stuff. What sure. did you think of the match and the post-match? Yeah, match was okay. I, you know, I want to see them get something more out of... Uh out of the A-Town down under crew there. <laughs> you sure. know, uh, um, I th- I, I want to see more of, of Grayson Waller, even if it's by himself. I don't want them to pin him down to this tag team, for, you know, for the foreseeable future. Uh, I know I, I, I just see him as a bigger star, especially from what I saw with NXT. He was just killing it down there. So I don't want to, you know, I don't know for whatever reason they're putting him with with uh, Mr. A-Town there. So I, I don't know. I I I hope that that Grayson finally gets uh, to shine out there and put him in some really cool matches. Cody Rhodes, man, we mentioned this in the beginning. I think this is going to be insane. Um, They're finally... The train got a little bit derailed there. And I don't mean in a bad way. I felt like it just kind of split. I do. In the the derailment, (laughs) yeah. And and they just kind of went their their way. Um, And I, 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 I see it now. Like, the vision is coming back. They're kind of like tightening up that story you know what i'm saying um so them you know going over with uh through uh, waller and theory to get to that point there was great you know it, un- unfortunately i don't think I, I i didn't even i forgot that it was theory and waller because i was just so hyper focused on what was happening there between these two men and hopefully see where where we're going uh with these tag titles if, eventually you got to pull these these titles off of them um and yeah then, i think this is transitional yeah I think this is transitional and then this is really gonna blow up um i and want it, the titles to get split like yeah. there's so many good tag teams on raw there's yeah. so many good ones on smackdown but we will see some fun stuff here but nothing is more fun in the whole wide world than the best vpn in the business and i know you're thinking kate VPNs aren't even that fun. What could you possibly be talking about? Damn it, Kate. VPNs? A fun part of my day? Absolutely not. Well, wait until you hear about all of the fun features at NordVPN. All right? You've heard me talk about a lot of things at NordVPN.com slash Fightful has, and I'm about to tell you almost everything it has. Listen to your favorites abroad. If you're traveling and you want to watch, listen to your favorite shows, they got you covered fastest VPN in the world. You can shield your data from snoops and criminals. So that way your IP address is changed. You can safely listen to podcasts, stream shows, simply browse and complete privacy. You can protect yourself on that public Wi-Fi no matter where it is. You can secure every device you own on every operating system you own. They also have the ability to get a NordPass password manager. Maybe it's a little more difficult for you to, to remember those passwords. They got you covered. They also got the file encryption tool. That way there's an extra layer of security between you and your content. Threat protection. You're safe from disruptions with their kill switch. 24-7 tech support. Fastest VPN on the planet. Reliable encryption. A 30-day money-back guarantee. You will end up saving money when you subscribe to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I agree. And by the way, now that uh, Apple TV has the ability to uh, download an actual VPN app to it, yeah, it, you know, I, I can't wait. Like, I know that eventually 
you know they'll get they'll get that in there their own app into the system and um you know because right now i i don't do anything illegal but i'm just saying uh -huh. Uh -huh. i'm not part of the demo people i'm not part <laughs> of the ratings wars okay i don't own, i don't have cable i don't have satellite i don't have streaming like streaming cable um youtube okay. tv direct tv none of that stuff like i am strictly nord vpn this that's who it. i am and i'll just continue saying it this is it i got like the four-year plan oh, nord i'm was it gonna I'm mess in, around i signed a legend contract with nord yeah i was not, yeah same i was not gonna mess <laughs> around when i saw when i saw the amount of money we were saving using cohort fightful i was like mm -hmm. yeah i'm not gonna mess around with this i'm gonna double it up yeah so. use the cohort fightful get a million percent off more or less you save yeah. a lot of money with the code yeah. Fightful. They've been really great to us. So even they have. if yeah. you already have NordVPN or you're not in the market for one right now, please let them know you found out about us. Um, guys, we are at the main event. Get in your super chats and your humper chats. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about this final match between LA Knight and Solo Sokoa. And I think we knew where this was going. But what's really great is Solo Sokoa has been so protected that this win for LA Knight feels like a big freaking deal. I love seeing this. This ends with John Cena interfering. And uh, that allows LA Knight to hit the BFT. Solo Sokoa. What a... Gets what a pinned move. here. And we get John Cena also taking a Samoan spike, which I love because that was yes. a badass move that happened between the two of them. Right? But it did enough to distract Solo Sokoa. And it's like, if you're laying into Simone Spike on someone, I actually buy that you're distracted from your yes. opponent. Like, you have been distracted here. You might be an idiot for getting that distracted, but I buy that you're distracted. So I really like that. And LA Knight, who's been starved for victories, like I was saying, has picked up some good ones in the process, finally gets what feels like a really big W, right? Like, yeah. the only notable big wins that LA Knights really had is that Battle Royal and this. So I loved this. A good way to go home. Good stuff in this final match. Sure. I think what's nice is we're getting alignment with what is the card going to look like for Saudi Arabia and what is the card going to look like for Survivor Series. Like, they're out ahead of it enough where I can see where things are going. And I like it. I do Your too. Thoughts? I think that the 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 whole SmackDown card and and just the roster is so far superior than Raw's. Um, Solo Sikoa is such a giant star, and he doesn't even know it. Like you can tell, he's very like humble, and like he's just running with the page. I mean, you're working with John Cena, and you're like, you're doing a lot. And he's he very say anything, yeah. dude. He doesn't say a word, and he's massively over. Um, just the fact that he is his presence means something in the ring without having to say a word or do something to make himself like you know beat everyone up in the ring or anything like that. He just and he's just so good at it, man. I hope that that kid doesn't ever get seriously hurt ever, and yeah. he continues to like push um with whatever he's doing and <sighs> this is the hard part when the bloodline finally disappears when that shit is over where do these where do these men land like you said roman's gonna be gone jimmy and jay will eventually get back together again 
where you know where does that leave solo because solo's huge and i love him and i hope that he has a successful yeah. career and i i just i believe that he has they have it something very special there with him i think so too he was in a very ugly era of nxt which we're like half out of half in <laughs> yeah but in that what we call the rainbow era that nxt 2.0 era was it was brutal. They unveiled that logo and we were like, what happened to that? But it was fun and hip. Remember, it's what all the kids really wanted when Mick, Vinny McMahon said that's that's oh hip. God. Do you love writing from 65-year-olds for 65-year-olds? No. Um, but Solo Sokoa always stood out. There's some people that we're seeing on the main roster. LA Knight always stood out. He was more one of those ones that was like, why are you in NXT? Like, you're Eli Drake. We know that you're established. Solo Sokoa, we didn't really know. He was a standout. Santos Escobar, an absolute standout. Like, it's cool to see some of that paying off. Like, the, the booking and the creative wasn't always great in NXT, but you could be like, that guy's great. That guy's sure. great. We've, we're seeing them succeed on the main roster, which is really refreshing. What's next for Solo is going to be a good question because I'm thinking he's either got to be a challenger for, let's assume it's Cody. Cody has that one win over him, right? So him coming back to avenge that loss could be something that's really cool. Or a mid-card title feels very reasonable for him. Like he could yeah. take it off. Say Santos wins it off of Ray at Rumble. Maybe by SummerSlam, Solo Sokoa is taking it from him. Oh, God, that'd be like great. That. Yeah. That could be a whole bunch of fun. That'd be so cool. Will Love says, him. Nick, Nick Aldis told Cody and Roman, come on, guys. Triple H told me to save this for WrestleMania 40. <laughs> That's what that little interaction was all about. Well, that concludes our SmackDown show. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Sean, for joining us at the top of the hour. Some good stuff there. If you had any questions, he dropped some Fightful Select details about what's been kind of behind the paywall with some of this stuff. Uh, but... Uh, we thank you for, for joining us for a refreshing SmackDown. The season premiere stuff kind of felt like it was paying off. Feels like we're in a new era, and I love it. But, Alex, where can the good people find you? Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on the X machine, where, right, right down here, until they start making everyone get charged. And you can find me on Instagram, Alexis Cardoza. Very, very free. I'm not charging anyone there anymore. <laughs> uh, I got rid of my OnlyFans because I did not want to get fired uh, for showing too much clavicle. <laughs> so I'm just giving it away for free now on X because, you know, free speech. Uh, well, that is very kind of you, though. We do not shame that here at, at our <laughs> very open environment. Guys, you can find me at Miss Kate Fabe. Hey, started a YouTube channel and I have a couple of episodes of This Week in Wrestling Up. It was just a place where I... Kind of recap from a high view, the highlights of the week. The first week I talked in depth about Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Davidson because I got to be there for Wrestle Dream, and it was one of my favorite matches of all time and my favorite live match I've ever seen. Last week I talked a little bit about the MJF promo, and I also recapped my experience about um, having Mansoor on to go head-to-head -head against Sean and what a, what a great guy he was and how much fun it was. Someone was like, can you talk about how all that came together? And I said, yeah, it's not much of a story. I just DM'd him and was like, I have this really silly idea if you want to do it and bury Sean. And he was like, well, yeah, of course I want to bury Sean. Why wouldn't I? But go check that out. Please subscribe over there at Miss Kate Fabe if you would be so kind. We do those. It'll be every Thursday. And then I'm also putting up little shorts and other stuff. I think I'm going to do a Royal Quest watch along tomorrow at 1 o'clock. If nice. you 
want to watch Eddie Kingston in action, El Desperado in action. You want to watch that ZSJ versus Will Ospreay match. I know I do. So I think I'm going to try and throw a watch along together. That's at 1 p.m. Eastern to start. So join me on over there. Other than that, you can find me at Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter. You can find me around here all the time and at the Mark Order podcast on Wednesdays talking all things all elite. But guys, have a safe and wonderful weekend. We're out of here. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.